Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I'm the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. Okay, right. So in this training, we're talking about all things investing because this comes up all the time. And I don't think we have enough honest conversations about it. So in this training, I'm going to be giving you things to think about with your own investments, how to look at them, mindset reframes around them, but also recognizing the different type of investments you could be making, also looking at how you quantify them. So I'm going to be training you on six main areas of development when it comes to investing. And I'm going to be really trying to hopefully break down for you the different ways that you can see what investing could mean or do for you and your business, but also in this kind of entrepreneurial online business vibe. Okay, so if you have questions, you want to ask me anything around investing, you know, 101, when you should, when are good times, all of this type of things, then please just put it in the comments box. And obviously, if you're watching the replay, then just send me a DM. But this session has been put together because one, you voted for it and you wanted to find out more about investing and how you can invest and, and what that looks like and how, how to make these decisions consciously. So like I said, we've got six main areas of focus for this session. And what's really, really important for, for me that I cover is to give you a really full idea and overview of what this could mean for you and your business and how this can allow you to move forwards. So like I said, there are six areas and underneath each one, we've got bullet points for each. So if I look over, it's because I'm checking my notes. So I have a lot to say on this. So let's start with looking at when you do invest. Now, what's really, really important that we need to avoid is creating a knock-on effect in the business space. So if you are going to invest, you need to take full responsibility that you can adhere to that investment for your contracted period of time. If you are relying on other clients and other people paying you in order for you to pay for your investments, then that isn't the best way for you to see your own investments because technically you're not making empowered decisions. You're allowing your own investing decisions, your own empowered decisions to be at the 
so at the circumstance of someone else. So this also then creates a spiral effect in the business world. Someone doesn't pay you, you then don't pay someone else. That person still then needs to pay for their own bills, their own taxes, budgeting. So when you think about investing in your business and for your business, this does not mean that we can take this whimsically. And we need to start treating these investments like commitments, like you would a mortgage, like you would your car payments. It has to have this same level of responsibility for you because ultimately, if you are running a business and people don't pay you, you wouldn't like that either. And it's a form of respect. When you go into a legal contract with someone and we're looking at this investment, you want to be protected, but so does your client and so do you as the as the business. So the first thing before we even really get into it is to remember and recognize you need to take full responsibility for the investments that you're making and no one can do that for you. So as, as things happen and, and life will always happen, what we do want to make sure that we're doing is you're not building a business on unstable ground. Things will always come up. Things will always challenge you. There will always be things that that mean that you have to start thinking outside the box or becoming more resourceful. That does not mean that the first thing you do is go to your contractual agreements that you've made with other service providers and basically just stop paying them because this just creates a knock-on effect and it creates quite a bad reputation for business owners in the service-based industry because it puts them in a very, very difficult position when they're trying to budget, pay their taxes, you know, look after their own families, etc. So that's kind of our first starting point, you know, really understand and recognize that investing in your business is something that you have to take full responsibility for. Now let's start looking at what this actually means for you in your business and how you can be thinking about your investments and what that could look like. So now we've looked at that. The first thing that I really want to talk to you is about is understanding how you can actually quantify. So we want to look at when you are investing, if you are investing, if you are thinking about making investments and what that might look like for you, we need to start thinking about how we are quantifying them. And what's really important here is there is a lot of focus on the amount, the initial amount. But there are ways, and I've got five ways that we can actually break down what you can do to quantify when you are investing. So the first thing that I want you to think about is it, it's never as overwhelming when you actually work out your how. When you work out what your how is, it's never as overwhelming. So the most important thing that I would say to anybody, because this is something that I would do, is this is about money management. This isn't about creating a really overwhelming opportunity and seeing this number as something that you can't attain towards. This is about you recognizing that you have the opportunity to create really positive and empowered money management decisions. So let's say you want to invest in something that is 6K, right? The first thing I would do when you think about how your how is the price of your programs. So let's say your program is 1000. You would need six people to break even on that investment. So in my mind, I would be thinking to myself, okay, perfect. What do I need to do to convert six people to pay back to break even on that investment? And can this investment actually help me get those six people? Let's say it's 500 pounds, that's 12 people. Let's say it's 2,000 pounds, then that's, do you know what I mean? So you can start to see that's three people. Your, your numbers and your how can allow you to then make up this investment, this idea, this calculation, and think, actually, this is worth it because I can make it work. I need this many people, and this could be my first goal. 
in this investment or with this service you know for and you could do this with any service if you're paying for a website to be built and it's 3k for the project but that website then drives traffic and then gets you three sales into your 1k product you've broken even so the first thing i would do when you're thinking about investing is look at how you can then quantify that to be able to break even and if you if getting this support is going to allow you to get there quicker but also allow you to see that this investment can become more empowering rather than something that is overwhelming right and you're like this is just such a big amount of money but when you start thinking about how you can actually quantify that and what number of sales that equals to, it's never as overwhelming. So that's the first thing I want you to know. And then that means that you can think about how you make it work if you want to. So then it becomes a focus of priority. So you know that you need six clients to break even. Oh yeah, but also I've got this and I've got that and I've got the other, right? So it's not about the fact that you can't make the money back. It's not about the fact that you can't break even. It's about the fact that you've got other things that are taking a priority or you've got other things that are uh, making you think that it's not possible for you. Maybe you don't believe in yourself or you've had a negative experience. So once you've quantified and you know what it would look like, you can then create the how. You can create the how, which is so important. Whether you create the how with the person that you're then going to be investing with or on your own, it allows you to hold yourself accountable in that experience of investing. Then the third thing I would say when it comes to looking at quantifying is you need to look at the alternatives if you don't. So if you don't invest in whatever the thing is that you're thinking about, what are the alternatives? Can you do this on your own in the same amount of time without stress, with knowledge? Do you have access to everything that you you could get if you did the investment? Do you have access to it all on your own? And then it's actually just about holding yourself accountable. Or what are the alternatives? So when you think about the alternatives, it could be, if I don't do this, I, I'm still not going to know the answers. I'm not going to get the results. I'm going to continue to resent the business. It's not going to move me forward. I'm going to be in the same position in six months time. Then I'll feel disheartened. You know, what are your alternatives? This is a really important question to ask yourself when you're trying to make that empowered decision. You know, what are your alternatives? And if your alternatives, and we're going to talk about this in our next a pillar actually so I'll go into that in a bit more detail but if your alternatives then do make you feel heavier then then you have that choice to make you know can I do this without without support probably not or it's going to take me longer or I'm going to struggle whatever that might be do you want to put yourself in that situation do you want to be in that situation okay so you could think about the alternatives and the final part of this section around looking at how you can quantify is to start thinking about the bigger picture. So a lot of the time when we're thinking about investing, we just focus on the here and now. And um, you know, a lot of us can focus just on the price or the time length or the number of calls. And we don't focus on the real core transformation that we're actually trying to create for ourselves, for our businesses and for our clients. We must start to recognize that there is a bigger picture at play here. And this is the thing, you know, if you have a, a mortgage, for example, you would happily sign a mortgage for, let's say, you know, 250,000 or 500,000, knowing that that's going to be with you for like 30, 35 years. Why? It creates stability. Why is stability important? It allows you to have a home. It allows you to feel settled. Right. If you're investing in your business, let's say it's one, two, six, seven, 10K, what, what could that create for you? freedom, flexibility, choice, abundance, wealth, right? Okay, so do you value those core things? 
So when you start to think about the bigger picture, we can understand that investing is not just about that very small micro period of time of, oh, but I really want it to have six calls rather than five. And, oh, you know, I really want to have a one-to-one every week rather than every other week or whatever it might be. We get sucked in to things that potentially aren't what we actually really want to focus on and, and forget about the real reason that we want to invest in ourselves and our businesses. And I'm going to give you some examples and then we're going to move on to focus number three. So to give you some examples. So inside the shift for 2022, someone invested. So it was three and a half thousand for the year, invested three and a half thousand and she's made 40,000 pounds, nearly 42,000 pounds this year. So three and a half grand in 42 grand out in that in that 11 months so far. Another one in the shift invested three and a half thousand and for the first seven months of 2022 had consistent five to six K months. So that's between 25 and 35 K. Right. So we can already see that the gap here, you know, the, the growth. Um, a one to one client invested seven K for six months with me earlier on in the in, in 2022 and made 15 K in one month. And our our program, our one-to-one is six months. So she's made double the amount she invested in six months in one month. And then two other examples, just to show you what I mean by this, invested 10K, both of them invested 10K into one of my masterminds. One of them made 100K that year. Another one made 50K in a quarter. So you have to start thinking about the bigger picture when you are looking at your own investments. So, you know, and I do this, it's not just about what you're putting in, it's what you would gain back. That could be financially, energetically. It could also be in the focus and the knowledge of your business, the strategy. So to look at number two, pillar number two, which is all about quantifying, you want to be able to think about how you could break that even so that you know what your sales target is and you can hold yourself account. You also want to think about how you would make it work. And if it is a priority for you to then make it work, look at the alternatives. If you don't make that investment, can you continue to do what you're doing now and it create a different result? Or are you just in in this insanity, doing the same thing, expecting something different? Are you just hoping things will change? Are you just sort of seeing how what happens? Are you treating your business like a business? Are you allowing yourself to move forward? You know, what is the alternative? And see the bigger picture. When you start thinking about, okay, if I put this in, that's three clients signed, and then I've broken even, but then I can start to make huge profit because I'm going to have the support of someone to help me propel forwards or whatever it might be. So we need to start recognizing that there is a lot of potential when we get the support that we need for the knowledge, the, 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 the energy work, wherever you're having the support that you need to move your business forward for the long term. You don't just invest for it to have an immediate impact. The investments you make can have an impact for the next five years if you implement. So that's our second pillar. The third pillar is your catch 22 situation. So when you think about investing, a lot of the time there comes a catch 22. You want to invest, but you feel stuck. You're already in another program. You don't feel like you've got the cash spare right now. Whatever we're in, you know, when we think about investing, there are a few things that we really want to look at. Now, one of them for me, a fundamental that I look at and work with all of my clients on is how we can create more cash and profit in your business because if you want to invest and you don't have the money that's not a position that I want any of my clients to be in I want you to be able to create abundant budgets I want you to be able to actually manage your money in a way that you don't ever get left thinking I don't have any you know I don't want that to happen for you so that's definitely not something long term for your business that 
that you want to be in that cycle. You want your business to be able to allow you to invest. Otherwise, it becomes more of a hindrance. Your business isn't something that you're able to move forward with. So the catch 22s, you really want to start thinking about what you value most. And this is where investing and, and you know, we, we talk about this all the time in life. But money, you can always make more money. But you can't always get back your time. You can't get back your happiness. You can't get back your freedom. You can't get back not being able to make memories. So what do you value more? That this money that you feel like you don't have, but therefore you will never have because you're in the catch-22, or valuing your time, valuing your happiness, valuing your freedom. If we value those things more and we create more of an impact more of a priority on these things, on you having time, on you having your happiness and your well-being, having freedom to spend with your family, the investment, the monetary investment will be something that you can make back tenfold because it means you will have someone that can help you not waste time trying to figure it out yourself, not becoming overwhelmed and stressed, getting it wrong and having to do it again, not being able to then go away or do things you want to do because you're doing three people's jobs rather than just yours, because you don't know what you're doing and you're just trying to manage all the plates. So the second, the third pillar, when we look at this, when you think about your own mindset and reframes around this investing um, and what that could look like is recognizing this catch 22 and thinking about where you are placing the most value. Because the other thing is, we need to understand where the gaps are that are keeping you from what you desire. So there will always be things that we need to pay for. There will always be things we need to pay for, whether it's bills, whether it's holidays, whether it's um, travel, you know, whether it's weddings, you know, there will always be things that we have to pay for. That doesn't mean that you still can't invest in the things that you want to move you closer to your desires and your goals. It's about recognizing what you value more and what you're going to get back. So if you go back to pillar number two, when you know what, what, what it will mean to break even, those investments won't seem so large and so outrageous because you know what you need to do to make it back. You know what you need to do. And then you can trust in yourself and your potential to make your, to allow yourself to break even, but then to allow yourself to get the support to grow, to actually grow. And this is where, you know, going to pillar number three, looking at what you value. Do you value your own growth, your own self-development? Do you value those things? If you do, then this is going to be an amazing opportunity for you to live into that. Um, right. So that is really important for number three, understanding what you're putting more value on, your time, your happiness and your freedom. And also what gaps are actually keeping you from what you desire. If you know that there are things stopping you from being able to achieve the things you want, whether it is accountability, energy, strategy, knowledge, support, community, whatever it is, if you, if you know that there are things holding you back from being able to achieve what you want, then that, that is something that we want to start changing. That's something that you want to start investing in plugging those gaps. Otherwise, those gaps are going to continue to be there and filtering out all of this potential that you have, because it's going to keep creating these holes that we are then not putting anything into, any commitment, any investment into to create change. So that's number three, pillar number three. Right, pillar number four. There are six pillars here uh, that I really want to talk to you about. So we've done three. So pillar number four, 
when you think about your business and you're and you're and you're trying to create this opportunity and this relationship with your money with your wealth with your cash but also with your investing pillar number four is recognizing there's a difference between investing and spending and I have spoken about this before and I've created programs on wealth management and money management you know this is something I've been doing a lot of work on and supporting my clients with since 2018 you know sustainability profitability longevity in your business but recognizing there is a difference between investing and spending if you are investing in the long-term potential of your business, this is not just spending money now that you won't get back. If you have a belief in what you are creating in your business and you want to grow that business, you want to create more profit, you want to actually move your business forward, you want to build a brand identity, you want to have better marketing, you want to stand out, you want to create consistent results in your business, investing in that happening and becoming a reality is never ever going to leave you in debt, you know, in um, inverted commas, because you're always going to gain knowledge, experience, energy, results. You're always going, if you put the work in, we're always going to gain these things. So investing and spending is not the same. For example, if you go and buy yourself a coffee, you're spending on the coffee, drinking the coffee, and then it's done. That is a very different energetic transaction with your payments. If you are buying yourself Uber Eats, you buy the Uber Eats, you eat it, and then it's done, right? New clothes, you buy them just because they're on sale, but then once you've bought them, they're in your wardrobe. You might then not wear them, you, or you might wear them once and then not again. So recognizing that spending is not the same as investing. If you're investing in your future, you're investing in your education, you're investing in your business, that's always going to have a long-term benefit on your business. It's always going to have a long-term benefit on you as the business owner. So everything can be budgeted for when it matters so going back all the way to point number one you must take full responsibility for what you're investing in you know you can't then just start cancelling contracts because someone's not paying you and then it ends up in this knock-on effect and we create this you know this really heavy un unpleasant environment for everyone that's in the online service industry and we don't want that but going to number four everything can be budgeted for when it matters for example you're buying a wedding dress no one's got two grand just lying around for a wedding dress. But when we know what it's for, we can budget for it. You're buying a new, new car. No one's just got that money floating around. But when we know that we are investing in this car to be able to travel and blah, 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 we would actually budget for it. We create budgets for the things that we want because this is how we work, because we need to make sure that we can pay for them. We can adhere to our payment plans. We're not going to end up in a bad credit score. You know, so we can do exactly the same thing when it comes to your services that you're getting. Again, like I said, whether that's having a PT, a nutritionist, a therapist, a coach, a, a website de designer, a graphic designer, a photographer, all of these services, if you want them enough, you will be able to make a budget for. And you will think about, what matters more to me? And then you can start to weigh up this budget, you know? So it's really important, even for me, when I think about this. So building a profitable, sustainable business is has always been a focus for me. And, and, and I've been able to execute that for myself for the last five years through pandemics, through all sorts of stuff going on. And I'm really, really proud of that. But I'm also proud that I support my clients with that too. But what matters more than that is recognizing that every single one of us has to create a budget. I have to have a budget. I need to know what I'm budgeting for when it comes to my mortgage, when it comes to my car, when it comes to paying my team, paying my salary, paying into my pension. I need to know what my budget is. But if I need to know what my budget is, and then I look at investing, so I've already invested in, in a mastermind for 2023 for 12 months. I need to know that I can invest in that and commit to that investment irrespective of what else is going on so I then don't become part of this puzzle that's like oh I'm just not going to pay them now 
Okay. So really think about if you want something enough, you would create the budget for it because it matters enough for you to think about all of these other pillars that we've spoken about, like the bigger picture, knowing how to quantify, creating a positive cycle. So that's number four, recognizing that there is a difference between investing and spending. There is a difference between those two things. Number five, don't generalize or make narratives for others. This is a really important one when we think about investing and in the service-based industry and for your service-based business, we don't want to be creating a mindset and a habit loop of making narratives for others, creating stories for other people and then making them our own. So you need to be focusing on you and your goals and how you are being resourceful. That's really important. So, you know, this is where sometimes we can overconsume. you know, oh, but, you know, what if someone can't afford to work with me? Or what if someone hasn't got the money? Or what if someone needs this? Or what if, what if, what if, what if? But there is always another alternative. It's not your responsibility to manage everyone else's budget, money, finances. You can't do that because you need to manage your own. You need to manage your own business. You need to manage your own finances. You need to manage your own home, lifestyle, family. Okay, and we all do. So pardon me, we all need to take responsibility for ourselves. When you have trust that you are going to be attracting people that take responsibility for their own budgets, their own finances, it can become a really empower, empowered decision and transaction together because they are grown adults you are a grown adult you have to budget they have to budget so not creating and generalizing narratives really important you know and an example i spoke to someone a few days ago and they said you know with the current climate you know people aren't spending like they used to on x y and z um and i said yeah absolutely but people are other people are you know, other people in the same industry are spending money on X, Y and Z. They are investing. They are moving forwards. You know, and we, we hear this before, but a lot of new millionaires come out of recessions, you know. So it's not about dis discrediting what's happening and us understanding because we're all living through it. But it is also about remembering that we don't want to just generalize everyone because there is always an alternative and there are always people investing. There are always businesses that are thriving. So as well as businesses that may be going through challenging times, there are businesses that are thriving and absolutely soaring at the moment because it's about innovation, originality, investing and in making sure that they know what they're doing, upskilling, looking at their knowledge, their own strategy, right? Which is why investing is so important. So don't generalize or make narratives for others. Think about and then focusing on yourself and your resourcefulness, but also the responsibility between yourself and your client. But the other two are really important. Think about the positive contribution that you can make and what the ripple effect is. So when you do invest, whether that is in a team member, you're then allowing them to pay for their salary to support their family. When you invest with someone else, you're allowing them to grow their business, their small business, just like your small business. When you invest, you're allowing people to have more. When we have more, we can give more. So you could be allowing someone to make a bigger contribution to the charity of their choice for that year, paying into their salary, supporting them, being able to save to send their child to you know, to go on a holiday, whatever it might be, think about the positive contribution that investing can have on all businesses. And the other thing that's really important is if we want people to invest with us and we want people to invest in our services, we have to understand and trust the process and the energy behind that too and do that ourselves. Because if we would expect someone to do something that we're not willing to do, it's very hard for us to be able to empathize and understand that process for someone, the feelings that they might have, the thought process they might have, the things that go through their mind as questions. And then that means it might make it harder for you to actually market. It might make it harder for you to sell because you haven't got that connection. 
And when you've got that connection, that personal resonance, your marketing will be more compelling. The way that you show up, the understanding that you have, being able to identify with why and how this goes on is going to allow you to become so much more personable. So pillar number five, all around, don't generalize and create narratives for others, but also think about the positive contribution that you can be making when you are investing into other people, the, the salaries that they're supporting, the team, the pensions, the, the charity work, all of these things that you can then do with your business, but also focusing on this ripple effect, understanding that there is a positive ripple effect to be had. Okay, then number six, pillar number six, when it comes to investing, we've also got to recognize that the now will stay that way. The now will stay that way unless you focus on other ways to reinforce your decisions. Okay. Hey, Katie. So this is really important. So a lot of the time when it comes to investing, and I had this conversation with a client and it was so powerful. And she was like, I really want to do something, but right now I'm really busy. I've got a lot going on. And I said, but you're investing in something for six months time. So you can invest in it now and know it's done. So you're not going to be this same level of busy in six months. And she was like, that's so true. I didn't think about it that, that way. Right. So if you're focusing on just where you are right now, like I've got a lot going on right now. I've got all of these things happening. But in a month's time, those things won't be the same as they are now. And you might have missed your opportunity to invest in the thing that you know that you want. And then what happens, and if we take this outside of business, let's say you want a new mascara and it's on sale, but you're like, oh, I'll get around to that. I'm too busy. I've got so much to do. And then you see an offer for something cheaper and you're like, oh, I'll just get that one. It's easy. You It arrives. It's not good. And it doesn't make your eyelashes look nice. You've now got something that you didn't want because you've bought it thinking it's cheaper. And it's like, yeah, let's just do that now. So then buy the thing that you do want that now is not an offer and it's full price. So you've actually spent more. Does that make sense? So we've got to start recognizing that if you know that you want something to allow you to move forward, and I, I speak about this all the time, investing versus spending, looking at your knowledge gaps, understanding upskilling yourself, your value in knowledge, your value in learning, your value in growth as a business owner, thinking about the bigger picture, all of these things. If you know that there is something that could help you move your business forward and you don't take action on it because of the current reality you're in, that current reality will stay the same. Okay. And it becomes very difficult when you repeat these behaviors or we stay in that same space that doesn't always equal safety. That can actually reinforce the problem. So a lot of the time we can think, I just need to stay here for a bit longer because, you know, I can deal with this. I can handle this and it's safe. Actually, that just reinforces the challenge. That just reinforces the challenge for you, because then once these things are over, there'll be other things that come up and you will continue to use that as a narrative. So try to really think about pillar number six is don't make decisions about your potential and your future investing and how that can move your business forward just based on your current reality because when you do that what you're actually doing is basically saying my business isn't moving forward and it won't move forward and it's not going to move forward because right now I'm just going to keep it in this space when you keep it, it, you know, like anything, if we were to restrict something, eventually it's not going to grow. It's going to learn to stay within this box. It's going to learn to just stay within this confined space. So then your business will lose momentum. You might start losing leads. You'll lose that, that progression, that positive ripple effect, the compounding effect. 
because we've created a situation where we're just going to keep it the same based on other circumstances. And, you know, we've all been there. There's no right or wrong here, but this is to give you six different ways to start thinking about the way that you're showing up with your relationship to investing, your relationship to money, your relationship to your business, and understanding how you can reframe this to get the support that you need to move in the way that you want. Investing is not the thing to shy away from and not do. The thing that we don't want to keep doing is just repeating behaviors or habits or narratives that actually don't allow us to move forwards. So the six pillars when we think about investing, number one is you have to take full responsibility. We don't want to be creating a cycle where we think that we just don't need to pay for our contracts. Pardon me. We don't pay for our invoices. And, you know, this is all just kind of like some whimsical thing. Every single person that has a service based business needs to be budgeting for themselves, looking after their own family, understanding, you know, understanding their own safety and needs and bills. So you, you need to take full responsibility for your investments. And if you do that and everyone else does that, we can trust that people are investing in the right things because that's their responsibility you know it's each of our responsibilities to know what we're investing in to be able to have the budget to understand what that looks like number two look at how you can quantify how many clients would you need or how many things would you need to sell to break even it's never as it's never as overwhelming when you know how to break even and this is important from an investing point of view so like i've given you the examples here with all of my clients those examples they've all made way more profit from the investment they've all made way more profit than the investment and i could give you and if you're sitting there thinking oh yeah but they're the case studies and they're the golden clients no they're not you can look at all of my clients you can look at all of my social proof 90 percent of my clients can fit into this mold of actually making money and making profit from their investments so that is really important see the bigger picture and look at the, how you can make it work if you really want to and understanding what is the alternative if you don't are you going to stay where you are now and that leads us into pillar number three which is what do you value more your time and your happiness or freedom or the money that you have or don't have and therefore can't spend so then you'll never have more does that make sense so you kind of keep yourself in that cyclical pattern number four recognizing there is a difference between investing and spending they are not the same thing when it comes to your business, they're not the same thing. Number five, don't generalize or make narratives for other people or other situations or other circumstances. That's not your role. That's not your responsibility. Yours is to run your business your way, to achieve your goals, to show up in a way that works for you, to allow you to move your life forwards, to allow you to create abundance. You know, that's that's the positive ripple effect that you can start to create and the positive contribution that you can give to others. And number six, if you stay focused on the now, that doesn't mean an equal safety that can actually just reinforce the fact that you're not where you want to be and continue to keep you away from that. So that gives you six bigger picture thinking ideas when it comes to investing, how it can look for you in your business, how it can look for your own mindset, how it can really start to set you apart. Um, because this comes up a lot. And like I said, you voted for this. So I wanted to create some content for you around it that can really, really support you with this, but also support the way that you show up for your clients, show up in your own business, the relationship you have when it comes to investing, the relationship you have with how you move your own business forward. You know, that's really, really important. Really important. You don't want your business to be a victim of other people's decisions or your business to only be able to thrive when everything else is going well, because that's not how business always works, you know? Business can't only be 
succeeding when everything else and all the other ducks are in a row you want to be creating you know a really robust business that can be celebrated and create abundance when you really need it that's why you're creating a business you know so when you do go things like you know economic crisis or global pandemics or whatever goes on or health issues you want your business to be something that's a shining light for you like i'm so glad i started this business and i can create something new i can innovate i can make more money i can become more resourceful i can become more original and intuitive i can create more expanse in my business you want your business to be filled with potential not not filled with fear you know like oh this isn't going to work or oh, i need to just keep the business in this box i need to just play small i need to just restrict i need to save i need to just keep everything the same your business isn't there for you to, to control it your business is there for it to allow you to create a legacy and a lifestyle that sets you apart that makes you happy that builds fulfillment that's not going to happen if you control it to the point of suffocation you know so i hope this gives you some food for thought um, any questions, please let me know. Just reach out to me, DM me, inbox me. And I absolutely can't wait to see you on some more trainings in the future. See you soon.